This is Leafs Late Night, your night of post-game podcast with Roscoe, the fanalist, and Southy. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, I'm here again with Steph, the fanalist, and Justin Bean. Thanks so much for joining me. Um, Southy's working. I am unfortunately not because I'm still on COVID protocol for another, I think, like five, five okay. days or something. Because uh, our code protocol is longer than the IHLs, unfortunately. But um, just in some quick news before we get into the game, the uh, the man who, who kind of in the last couple of years of his career turned everybody's uh, opinion of him around. There was a time, uh, I'm going to say deflate gate, when uh, people were not big <laughs> fans of Mr. Tom Brady. And he was kind of like the uh, butt of the joke for a lot of things. But alas, he he made a good name for himself the last couple of years. Uh, he's the most winning champion uh, athlete ever. Like this, just his numbers are insane. He has more regular season wins than three or four NFL teams do. So uh, congrats to Tom Brady on his retirement, as he finally decides he's going to hang it up. Took took long enough. I don't watch. Yeah, I know, right? Like I saw so many memes of like, what's the one with uh, Abe Simpson where he he walks in and like takes his hat off and puts it on, and then turns it around and puts it right back on and walks out. It's like Brady retiring from two thirty p.m. to three thirty p.m. <laughs> I know absolutely nothing about foosball, but all I know is the name Tom Brady and that he's retired. So congrats to him, and that I. Wish I were that person who put that bet down last night or the other night and won over half a million dollars on a, what, $20 bet, was it? Yes, both scores exactly for the underdogs to win. $600,000. Yeah, absolutely insane. Damn. But um, I wonder if anybody had money on tonight's game, because I don't know what the outcome was supposed to be, but holy shite. Leafs take it 7-1 in New Jersey. It's nice to see all the uh, the Leaf fans kicking mm-hmm. around at the end of the game when the, uh, the stadium is just empty and they're all chanting, go Leafs, go, for like the 45 of them that are there. They, they yes. wanted um, they wanted to do a, ha- to sh- have a good performance on the birthday of the creator of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, really? On this day in Ooh. 1895... Con Smythe was born. Oh, no way. And of course, Happy birthday, Smythe Con ended Smythe. up buying H-P-D. the St. Patrick's and changing the name to the Maple Leafs and building wow, the Holy Grail cool. that is wow. the Maple Leaf Gardens. Wow. Ooh. Another thing is that it's been 20,000 days since the <laughs> Leafs won the cup. So, what a way to just end that stat with a bang and. Yeah, the Leafs were on fire. They looked like they were playing on easy or be- beginner mode, and everyone had a 99 stat. I saw Luke Mann said that in our Luke oh, yeah. chat, so thanks for that. But Speaking so of things that are uh, 20,000 days old, uh, Jason Spezza scores the first goal of the game. Let's go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, Father Spezza leading the way once again. Uh, what a way to set the tone of the game, and what a feed from Ingvall below the goal line. Oh, yeah, that was beautiful. I mean, I was just—I feel like I just said, you know, we haven't seen much from Spezza lately. He's got a score now, two goals uh, in two games. Got to see it, or got to love to see it. Yeah, abs- absolutely. It's good to see Vintage getting yeah. back on the board because he's—he's 
I think he's very important to that team, even if he's not scoring, like in the locker room to the younger guys, right? A lot of these guys grew up playing him in their NHL games. <laughs> yeah. Must have really fired them up yeah, uh, having him we... score first. Damn. <laughs> and we spoke about his time on the ice in last episode and the previous one before that. And tonight, I'm happy to say that he played 1252. Instead of the seven and change from last game. So Keith definitely rewarded him and good on him. Uh, <clears throat> so right after Spets opens the scoring, Simmons, it's a penalty. And uh, man, Marner has to be the most dangerous shorthanded player in the league. This guy gets at least one shorthanded chance every time the Leafs go down. And I think they, they looked better shorthanded than the, the Devils looked on the power play. Yeah, it seemed like the power play for the Devils was just a practice run for the Leafs on their shorthanded breakaways. <laughs> they had all of the control and man, even when you put Ingval out there, the speed on that pen- penalty kill unit is just yeah, deadly. And, uh, I, I got to give the Leafs a lot of credit for how much they were stealing the puck away. But man, New Jersey was just awful tonight with the turnovers. Like I've never seen a team just not be able to hold on to the puck for more than 15 seconds. Yeah. Like they were throwing it into open ice yeah. where there was none of their guys. And one of the Leafs is just like, well, thanks. Or people getting pickpocketed or, you know, just somebody like Marner was behind people just stealing the puck right off their stick. Like I've never seen anything like this. It's hard to believe they're the same team that played last night. No kidding. You guys can keep Damon Severson, by the way. Yeah, I thought the Devils would be doing their homework and coming out super strong, but it seemed like it was the other way around. So no complaints here. And I think the biggest difference was all those puck battles. They were won by the Leafs. And just like you said, Johnny, um, the takeaways, the giveaways from the Devils. Oh, man, it did not help them one bit. And their poor goalie, he's only won five and one on the season. And Gillies, ugh. Man, no, did not look. Uh, good. Marner had a beautiful steal off Jack Hughes, uh, got himself a breakaway. He was looking great tonight. Uh, not too long after that, Bunting with a nice steal feeds it over to Marner, who feeds it to Matthews, who just lets it rip. That was such a beautiful shot, man. I know the the Devils weren't playing well defensively, and like all of the goals came from the slot, but damn, Matthews can fire the puck. What well, there's like one on one, sorry, yeah. Steph, one on one, him versus the goalie from almost any position like I don't, I don't know if there's a shooter who you could safely put money on bearing that nine times out of ten aside from Matthews like even <laughs> Ovi Ovi's got the one timer he's not just a straight I'm just gonna beat you because I'm that good right yeah the the ability mm-hmm. to just like you said without getting fed from somebody else for a one timer just stand there and you're not gonna know where I'm gonna shoot this and if you blink you'll miss it yeah, seven goals in three games uh, against the Devils for Matthew. So, Ooh. you know, he loves to play against them, them I'm no sure. Goalie. But I was actually, <laughs> yeah, so many slot chances. I was very su- surprised to see from the Devils. But, hey, our boy Kampf wanted a piece too because he came in hot right after making it 3 nothing 9 minutes into Yeah, the he had first. that little uh, that little hesitation for a sec, waited till the perfect moment. Man, everybody was feeling themselves tonight. They knew exactly when to shoot, when to pass. Oh, it was great. What a fun game to watch. Yeah. 
that shot kind of looked like it was a practice for camp and it was just too easy for him and I saw the stat on the broadcast that this at that point in the game the Leafs scored seven goals in the last 24 31 minutes Jesus. of play so whoo yeah I've <laughs> honestly it's been a couple games since I've seen them dominate this well like just even though the shots were about even by the end like I, it's been a while since the Leafs have looked like you know an elite Stanley Cup team like you know they, they've had some comebacks and you know games where they've you know the comebacks have looked great but they didn't start the game well or you know they blow a lead or whatever it is this is the first like 60 minutes they've played in a while where I'm like holy shit this team is good yeah the foot <clears throat> did not come off the gas whatsoever and this is what we've been asking for so it was a treat to watch yeah and uh, right after that we got Marner scoring his <laughs> Is that seven games in a row now? Yep. This guy's on fire. I'm so happy he's uh, got his confidence back, like we said uh, just last night. First pair of teammates. Back to back. Sorry, first pair of teammates that have had two separate seven goal, seven game goal streaks since Lemieux and Yager. Yeah. And I love the joke on the broadcaster. Like, yeah, but they, they had more than seven, right? Oh, yeah, a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> Matthews and Marner, they weren't even born yet when this happened. So. Mm-hmm. History in the making, and it just keeps getting better and better. Like we said last episode, a new record gets bro- broken. It seems like every game. So, yep. I, uh, <clears throat> so nice. I uh, I went to do some dishes on a commercial break, and actually missed Martyr's goal. I'm so sad. <laughs> I came back and I was like, "Wait, it's four nothing!" Oh shit! <laughs> dishes, Johnny. I- Come on. <laughs> Yeah. You're literally home all day with COVID <laughs> and you had to do dishes during the Leaf game. Come on, man. Well, it's because <laughs> Steph and I were being responsible business owners and had a meeting for like two hours until the game started, planning out some new things for all of you guys. Fair. So it did not leave me with much time to do other things. It's one fun fact. Right when I ended our call, sorry to cut you off, I went to do dishes. So there you so. go. I had to finish up some of the video and audio things that I was working on. Uh, so just a little, I guess, a little side note here. Um, Steph and I have been working on a schedule for Monday to Sunday. So depending on what days the games land on, we'll have different pre-scheduled games that we play. So, you know, if the game's on a Wednesday, you know that we're going to be playing a certain game. Or if it's on a Saturday, we're always going to be doing a certain thing. So as those start to come up, we'll... Uh, We'll reveal more of them, but uh, just going to bring some more consistency so you guys know what to expect, which is, you know, being being all professional and shit. And I have a bunch of new <laughs> sounds in my soundboard. I'm so excited. We're going to keep adding to that, but uh, yes. yeah. Anyway, second period. Bunting. Man, I don't... Uh, wow, this actually almost came out of my mouth really easily now I'm really talking about it. I... Um, I don't miss Zach Hyman. Oh, okay. That's, you know, that's okay to admit. Oh, still yeah. I love him as a player, yeah, as yeah, a yeah. person. And he... But I think they made the right but... decision. Absolutely. I, th- I think they, the right, the best decision would have been trading his rights, but you know, getting anything at all. But I think they made the right decision in not bringing him back. 
Well, to be fair, for 3.7 million, we got Bunting, Camp, and Kashe, which is 1.8 million less than and Hyman. And two goals so, tonight, so I'll take yeah, it. I'll take it. Uh, Bunting has just been amazing, whether it's scoring himself or just pissing off the other team or setting up Matthews and Marner. Like, he's just been unreal. Yeah. And actually, we were talking on yeah. our call, cool. instead of calling him a rat, we were saying he should be a raccoon. Trash panda. Trash panda. <laughs> Picking up all the garbage in front of the net. I like Mozzie. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I I like the little Aussie shout out with the Mozzies. Yeah. Love the Mozzie. It just comes off the tongue so easily. But yeah, man. Um, one thing about that first period, though, I got to say, Jack Campbell shutting the door on that five on three power play for the Devils. I got a little nervous for a sec, but he held and came through. So kudos to him. But back to the wasn't second. that on the second when the Leafs went down too? Oh, sorry, the Leafs. Yeah, five on three for the Leafs, and then it happened in the second. I must. Have yeah, because that's what I was going to go to next. Bad. Was uh, the so Leafs go down on two kind of mediocre calls? So Kerfoot went down first, I think, and then mm-hmm. was it Brody on the other one? Yeah. Brody's call was so weak, man. Like, are you kidding? 15 seconds into a power play, it's like, oh, they're getting blown out, so we'll call this and give them a shot. Like, just, that's Mm -hmm. not a call 9 out of 10 times or more. Like, 49 out of 50. Like, come on. Anyway. It has to happen against the Leafs. There has to be some sort of call, you know, that doesn't make sense, or else it's not a real Leafs game. So. Especially not when they're winning like this. But uh, they're able to kill them both off, which is fantastic. <laughs> uh, the Jersey's uh, penalty or power play has not been great as of late. And the Leafs' penalty kill has been fantastic. I think they're top six, was it? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, first yeah. power play and, and top six in uh, penalty kill. And for a special team that was getting roasted last year and everyone was saying fire Manny Malhotra, like, oh, they have turned it around. Yeah, definitely. And one thing I want to highlight out of this period, uh, when uh, Bastion, Bastion was taking a lot of shots at Campbell there, I was so happy to see Riley and Lily just jump right on him and defend their boy Hyman because this is something you never see happen Def- from Defend the their boy so. Hyman? Who's that? <laughs> or Campbell. Oh, my God. Hyman's in my head now. Thank you, Johnny. Oh, speaking of weird names... Uh, <laughs> On uh, Jersey tonight, we had noted ex-Leaf uh, Andrew Johnson. Yeah, Johnson. <clears throat> Come on, guys. In all seriousness, uh, Andreas <laughs> Janssen is now requesting to be called Andreas Johnson, and he's removing the second S from his name. So uh, Really? He's Americanizing his last name. <laughs> yeah, know. that's what they said on the broadcast. He requested to get the other S removed. I figured it had to be because these guys know from his time playing with the Leafs that it's Janssen and usually this only comes from uh, the other side of the broadcast or, you know, that away feed. But but yeah, Hyman's also in my head because I picked him up in fantasy. So don't hate me. I don't me. know why. I don't know why <laughs> you, you guys, I dropped him because I was like, OK, this is just not working. And then Andrew picked him up and dropped him. Then you picked him up and dropped or probably going to drop him. Anyway. He got no, his last name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> okay. So um, right after that, okay, I'm going to do a better attempt at this one this time. <clears throat> Jeez. 
that what was, was the that? Of a giraffe. <laughs> I think you need to gallop first and then make this. <laughs> you know what? Sponsor me, Toys R Us, so I can do something instead of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Engval scores. <laughs> I'm going to try to make a giraffe sound every time, I swear to God. <laughs> okay, so P- Pierre Engval. Okay. Who has just been on an absolute tear lately. I love this. After October, November, I could do nothing but trash this guy. It was like him and Nick Ritchie, just get them off the team. And now I got to give it to you, Bean. He kept saying he's he's the safety blanket. He is. And they've relied on him in high pressure situations. And he's been pulling it off. He's been great. He's been scoring. That fourth line looks awesome with him. Whether they score or not, they... uh, can at least kill a couple minutes in the other end and put, keep on the pressure. Like, man, Pierre Engvall, last one I expected. I'd rather the other uh, the other yeah. giraffe, Chris Kreider, who's got 33 goals already. Like, what the hell is going on over in New York? <laughs> but on that play, though, uh, Spezza kind of losing the puck and then Simmons collecting that turnover and feeds Engvall right in the slot. Another slot shot going right in it's like the devils <laughs> didn't have anything oh, covered this game it was not and that's why again i'll say you guys can keep damon severson who was it that i said that we should get last game it was somebody for last episode someone from philly it was um and sanheim sanheim thank you who signed for two years i still i'm still thinking that's who we'd go for anyway um so leafs are up uh six nothing going into the third period you gotta love that like whoop, whoop. this is just what is this the third game in a row they've scored six or more goals after i remember when they made a big point about the first time the leafs had scored six goals it took a while this season they're like oh this is actually the first time the leafs have scored six goals that was against colorado i think too. oh when we dummied them but now we're just exploding <laughs> yeah oh well, yeah it was like that eight two game or something seven one anyway um jacques <laughs> That's it. All I can think of every time I hear his name. Oh, Schmied in net to start the third also. Got to oh, note yeah. that. Geely's noted uh, Noted henchman of Captain Hook. Oh, man. But yeah, Hughes breaking the ice for the doubles and got... I wasn't even worried, you know. I, I wasn't no, worried. If it was so. like three goals and he scored, then I'd be like, "Oh shit, it's three one." But no, yeah. it's six to one. I'm like, and, and, "Okay, good and luck." Poor Soupy because it was deflected off the stick in front, right? Like it didn't go straight in. Oh, I hate that too because I've got him. And after the 19 goals against average that I took on him last night, I was like, "Please just give me a shutout. <laughs> Redeem your numbers, <laughs> yeah. please." But uh, still, I mean the the. Devils were able to get up over 30 shots, so he still walked away with a, uh, like, a, what is that, a 969. And uh, Darcy Kemper is still up one nothing over Arizona, so hopefully he can hold on to that. Anyway, I'm distracted by my fantasy team, as always. <laughs> um, Mitch Marner <laughs> is just on an absolute Hell heater. yeah. This guy. I- uh, like, we mentioned him all over this recap already whether it was the first period with his uh, shorthanded play or his his forechecking and now he scores like this guy's been unbelievable is this the best stretch of hockey he's played since being in the nhl i think it might be probably 
Oh yeah, especially with these line mates and everyone's feeling it. Yeah. He's hot. hot yeah. Hot, hot, hot. And this is like an example of whenever we talk about with this team, it's like, oh, you know, when everybody's hot at the same time, it'll just be, this is the first time everybody's been hot at the same time since they've put this team together. Not even everybody. Like J- JT and Nylander have been kind of quiet the last handful of games. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And Muzzin's out. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say that. I really wanted to yell Yahtzee at the uh, all the C's <laughs> scoring tonight. I saw that tweet. <laughs> I thought it would be the perfect moment. I thought JT was going to score one, but unfortunately, uh, no puck luck for him. But They haven't, everyone yeah, they haven't made looked up for bad. It. They're just unlucky. You know, no. when, when everybody's scoring, it's tough to be the ones that aren't. And I think that starts to get to you, um, you know, especially when it's six nothing by yeah. the end of the second. Yeah. And they definitely haven't looked bad. A Even if you look yeah, at JT I, in no. the Anaheim game, like he was all over the place, including making Zegras look silly with the between the legs, oh, yeah. right? They just, they haven't had, haven't had a chance, but that, that's good. If we can have two of our best players, who aren't contributing because they're just not having it go for them. And we can still put up a seven spot. I'm, I'm okay with that. Speaking of between the legs, did you see uh, Marner yeah. with that little, eh, whatever we're winning by a shit ton. And he just puts the buck back between his legs and shoots it like <laughs> the most half a shot, but whatever. Yes. Okay. We'll go for yeah, it, man. Oh. So uh, Leafs come out seven to one to uh, end the back to back against New Jersey and go into the all-star break. Uh, real quick, I just want to talk about, there's some new games in the All-Star uh, lineup this year. Did you guys see these? I kind of caught it briefly. Yeah. The. Uh... I mean, it's Vegas, I get it. They want to play 21. But it's like, you're just for anybody who didn't see this, it's like road hockey, and you set up, and there's a bunch of targets, but it's like a massive wall of cards, and you have to try and get 21 without going over, because casino. Okay. My favorite place. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I just don't. I don't uh, think. Like we've seen these accuracy competitions. A lot of these guys suck at it. Like I don't think they're going to be able to hit these cards on this massive wall and actually get a poker hand. <laughs> yeah. One thing I got to say though, uh, O Dog said during the intermission that one thing he would change about the All Star break is that he would put it in Vegas every single year because uh, these players and their families would love to travel to Vegas because it's such an entertaining city. And I totally agree with that. I mean, I would plan my schedule around that as well. So love to see it and i hope it becomes some sort of tradition i know the other cities have to get some love but vegas no, I mean, baby sure, adam wild said the same thing like it's you have to make it entertaining for the players to go to right like first and foremost if the players don't give a shit about it then fans won't yeah so like the nba does it right where there's other players that even if they're not invited they go because it's fun to go there's it's an event like i'm sorry but machine gun kelly come on like put up a poll and say, hey, do you guys want to hear Machine Gun Kelly at the All-Star Game? I'm sure it'd be overwhelmingly no. Yeah, 100%. You can put... A- no offense man. to any Machine Gun Kelly fans listening. I just, I just don't think that's what you put in front of a hockey fan crowd. Absolutely not. No. I just, I don't... I'd rather the Beebs, and I hate Bieber. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'd rather anything else. Yeah, like... 
<laughs> Honestly, after I don't know if you guys saw, it, but Snoop Dogg doing the uh, the play by play for the LA Kings game was hilarious. Get him to do play by play for the All Star game. Like bring Snoop and like somebody else in, like Kevin Hart or somebody yes. with him to just do play by play when they know nothing about what they're talking about. Bring Stephen A. Smith in. Like have Stephen A. with Snoop Dogg. There it is. Yep. Entertaining All Star Game. That would be awesome. Oh, so good. It'd be like, uh, have that. you seen the SNL sketch with <laughs> Chance the Rapper at Madison Square Garden doing the uh, the Rangers broadcast? That's where oh, I, I got yeah. that the gif from where I tweeted where it's like, let's do that hockey. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, yeah, he's sports. like he's supposed to be a, a Knicks reporter that gets pulled over. Uh, to cover the Rangers game because like another guy couldn't make it. It's so funny. Highly recommend. Get, yeah. get Chris Berman to do the play by play. Yeah. And I mean, what's the other uh, event they added where you have to hit all the targets? Basically you're on a floating, essentially a floating face off circle in the Bellagio fountain. And you got to try to get pucks onto other, other islands. They've essentially made a rink where the face-off circles are floating islands and then the nets are a floating island. Wow. They are overestimating these guys' accuracy. I'm sorry. They're trying. Just reminds me of my my pool beer pong table. Right. (laughs) And how hard it is to play in the pool because, you know, drinks flow and such. But, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, real quick, we got a question from Twitter before we go to break here. Uh, Mike at MTC underscore 80. Thank you for always sending us in questions, Mike. Uh, Leafs Nation needs a nickname for the Bunting Matthews Marner line. Any possible options? They've been absolutely lethal since being put together. Bunting is a faster version of Hyman with better hands, in my opinion. He also has more of a nasty side to it. Mm. So any possible nicknames for the Bunting Matthews Marner line? I'm thinking playing off of Bunting and... Uh, you know, go with like the Grand Slam line. The best line ever. The Mozzie line. <laughs> I don't know. Or you could go go the Arizona route and uh, the like. Arizona, Scarborough, I don't know. Toronto. Hmm. Well, isn't Punting from, from Arizona? He played for uh, Arizona, no. but he's from Scarborough. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he's from Scarborough. And oh, then I thought he like. Came, I thought he came up through the right. He's from Scarborough. We knew that from the hometown the, hero. Hockey day, yeah. He he was on the Coyotes last um, year. He he. Yeah, I thought he came up through the system there. He was like in university there too, or something. Anyway, uh, what do we think? This is hard. We'll have to stew on that a little bit. Yeah. Maybe we'll come back with that uh, if it comes to us later in the episode or next one, but that's a good one. I still like the baseball uh, edge because of bunting. I think it's always fun. But, I mean, he's kind of like the, the third of the three of them. So. <laughs> what about... Um... No. <laughs> we'll come back to that. It's a great question, Mike. They need a nickname, but it's kind of hard You're to do one on the spot. Us. It has to come yeah. naturally. Um, question from Sarah underscore wow. What's on his giraffe make? You got you heard answer. it here. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Only on Leafs late night. <laughs> um, <clears throat> on that note, 
a fun new segment that Steph and I came up with today is on, I believe it's Thursdays, if there's a game. Uh, <laughs> you guys are going to, it might be Tuesday. I'll check back with that. But uh, I'm going to be impersonating and role-playing as either a player or coach or somebody who is currently in the NHL news. And you guys are going to get to ask me uh, the burning questions that you have about said topic that is uh, in the news. So that'll be fun. Watch out for that one. You're going to hear me do some interesting impressions. Don't tell them the secret, Johnny. We're actually bringing these people on the show. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We're going to have super <laughs> special guests such as um, Mike Babcock and uh, John Tavares. John Tortorella. <laughs> You're going to love it. So uh, with that, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to play kind of a version of um, Jeopardy, but not Jeopardy because copyright. I don't know what to call this game, but we'll play it when we come back. Thanks for tuning in. Leave us later. I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Larry David doesn't like to be forgotten. So uh, it was pretty good tonight, guys. (laughs) You know, I got to give it to our boy, Jack Campbell. I mean, after getting pulled last night and coming out with this huge win and taking the abuse from Leafs Twitter this past month, has been so bad it's making me mad guys you forget the streak that jack campbell has been on and yeah don't diss our boy it's jack campbell all day he posted a 969 tonight he is elite and we've been saying this from day one so jack campbell all day good one bean i've been nice the last couple casts and uh Left the easy one, so I'm going to take a low hanging fruit tonight, and I got to go with Mitchie Marner. Nice, hell yeah, Just, yeah, absolutely on fire. Has to be the best we've seen him play since his days with the London Knights. Yeah, four points, seven shots, and he only played fifteen thirty seven. Yeah, Keith was really, really letting the third and fourth line guys get a lot of minutes to kind of give the top guys a little break tonight because clearly it wasn't needed. The top guys. So. Yeah, I got to give it to Pierre Engvall because uh, dude has just been outscoring his pace. He is just doing better than he probably ever will for the rest of his career <laughs> with the Leafs. <laughs> I don't see him matching this. I think this is going to be his best month. So uh, I got to gotta give him some respect while he's up there and scoring as much as he is. Yes. And allowing me to make the amount of draft impressions that I have last couple episodes. <laughs> so thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Bring in the entertainment. Yeah. Um, just real quick scores around the league. Uh, Rangers took down the Panthers 5-2. to two, And Chris Kreider scores two more goals, bringing him up to 33. <sighs> like, okay. No okay, one saw bud. this coming. No. But hence the, Guy's going to hit 50. He is, easily. Easily. Um, also, the Flyers won. They beat the Jets 3-1. to one. Philly's finally winning a couple of games. Go, go Philadelphia. Oh, JVR with the goal. The Jets. Yeah, Jets look rough, man. They Ugh. don't have an identity, right? Just like Shifley said in the interview. Like, come on, dude. Why would you say that? 
Guy who, same guy who was like, oh, my, feels nice to beat the Leafs, eh, boys? Yeah. Yeah, shoot it. Uh, too, bad, too bad beating the Leafs is not an identity. Um, so Capitals also taking out the Penguins in that longtime rivalry with Ovi versus Crosby. It was an OT 4-3. Uh, Bruins took down the Kraken 3-2. to uh, Lightning beat the Sharks 3-2 as well. Islanders beat the Sens 4-1. to Not what you'd expect. Islanders probably with their first four-goal game of the whole year. <laughs> Since the 80s? Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple other games that are still going on. It looks like the Preds are going to beat the Canucks 4-2. to There's only a couple minutes left in that game. But, uh, yeah. So that's, that's your news around the league. Um, I'm very impressed with how Chris Kreider's been doing. I, I think we'll get into the rocket talk with, uh, this game, but man, he was not somebody I don't think anyone pegged for, uh, being in this race. Absolutely not. So before we get into our game, I just want to ask you guys a quick question. Pretend for a moment that you, uh, are not the Leafs fan that you have grown up and you were just getting into hockey for the first time. Because uh, this sport is ever-expanding, and we're, we're trying to get new fans in. Um, who do you think, given what is currently in front of you in, in the hockey universe, which team would you pick to be a fan of? Does location come into play? Because just being from Toronto, I'd probably jump on the Toronto sports bandwagon and cheer for my hometown. But Okay. Say, because we have so many international listeners that have stumbled upon being Leaf fans, say you were from Australia, like our friends over there, um, what team would you just pick up being a fan of? Like, just, I'm just trying to say, like, based on what is currently out there and how teams present themselves right now and how uh, different players are doing and the, the PR around different people and teams, like, who, who do you think you would see yourself being drawn to? Just like based solely on this year, no previous yeah. knowledge. Yeah. Like you just, I'm, I want to get into hockey. And the reason I think of this is because I've never really been a football fan and I'm like, I don't know which team I would cheer for in the NFL. So I'm interested in what you guys think for the NHL. Hmm. What do you say, Bean? If I had to go with just, Hey, I'm going to give this hockey thing a try and start watching some games. I would probably have to say Colorado just when Fair they're enough. healthy. Like aside from the Leafs, if it depending on what kind of game you got from the Leafs, right? Um but something about Makar. As like he's got to be my favorite player not on the Leafs. Kale Makar is just absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good pick, honestly. If I knew absolutely nothing and I was just flicking through the channels and it came on TV and I decided to be a fan one day, honestly, you know, Colorado's a good pick, but I'd probably go with the Florida Panthers and with absolutely no knowledge at all prior because just looking at their stats and records, they're a plus 55, uh, same with Colorado at the moment, but 23 and three at home. I'd probably want to tune in and just to see what all the hype was about and see the, this massing, massive scoring streak that they're on and these superstars perform. So I'd probably just choose the team that was on top of the league. 
spoiler alert, it's Florida. So unfortunately there isn't any hype around them, but they are doing really well. <laughs> um, and the one thing I'll, I'll say about both the teams you guys picked, uh, both really nice jerseys too. If I were to just be looking at jerseys and being like, damn, you know what? I'm going to pick them. Good point, Johnny. Since I'm such a cat lover, I would definitely go with the Florida Panthers <laughs> just because there's a cat on the jersey. So Yeah, and their jerseys right now are, are nice. They're, they went back to kind of that old style Panther, which is cool. Um, yeah. I would have to say, because uh, those are both really good picks, I would probably go with either Carolina just because of how active they are on social media. And I would just mm. find it funny that you know, who is this team that's trolling everyone? If I was just, I didn't know anything about hockey, I'd be like, okay, this is hilarious. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Good one. Uh, also, they're amazing and it'd be fun to watch. Um, I mean, and that goes all the way back to like the Asperi Cock and Yemi saga. Like they've just been hilarious to, to follow as a team. Um, other than that, I'd say um, there was one, oh, oh, there was one that I had and it was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, maybe it'll come to me. I'll stick with that one for now. Since you said that, I'm just thinking of Brad Martian and his tweets, but I'd probably tune into the Boston game and then listen to the Boston announcers and their accents and then immediately shut it off. So <laughs> definitely not Boston, but yeah, <laughs> shout out to Brad Martian and his trolling tweets. Oh, the other one I would probably end up with, sorry, I remembered, is uh, Anaheim because A... Mighty Ducks just have a really cool old logo and then like the whole Disney thing behind the history of them. Yeah. Um, and just Trevor Zegras. It'd just be fun regardless of how well the team's doing to watch this kid pull off fun plays all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to watch hockey for the first time to have highlight real games all the time, I think that'd be pretty cool. I don't like the current logo. It just I don't like the current one, no. But I would definitely be a fan of them and buy one of the old Mighty yeah. Ducks ones. Oh, I want how to awesome were, how awesome were their reverse retro jerseys last year? Bringing Wild Wing back, yeah, <laughs> man, that was sick with the orange too. Love it. Okay, so with that, I have a music for this. Da-da-na-na. Okay, so welcome. We're going to play a little game show. It's kind of like Jeopardy, but I'm going to give you guys, I've got six little questions here that are kind of a fill in the blank. You're going to have to answer with a question. So there's not necessarily one right or one wrong answer to these. Some of them are a little up in the air, up for interpretation, but uh, let's see how you guys do. You ready? Let's do it. Ready, Freddy. Oh, I was hoping I could fade that out a little smoother, but I cannot because this fader bar is not very good. If you want any feedback, Riverside, make your fader bar a little more sensitive. Okay, so first one. Um, our season is not going the way we thought it would. Who wants to start it off? I'll have. I'll say, uh, who are the New York Islanders, Johnny? Oh. I have a different answer. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so, I mean, New York Islanders survey. Yeah, we're going to take that one. We'll take that one. That's, uh, we could almost family feud this. Just have, oh, nice. have what the survey says. <laughs> different different numbers there. Islanders. Number one uh, answer on the board? Number one answer on the board is uh, not the New York Islanders. It's number two. Oh, I'm going to so, try uh, to steal. Steph, you want to go for the steal? 
Who are the Montreal Canadiens? That is the number one answer on the board with, uh, we'll say, 60 people there. Look at that. So, um, yeah, I think it's safe to say both of those are are the one and one B answers. Uh, what the heck? I don't think this is like a, a one off season fix either. Like these guys went right down into the toilet. I don't know yeah. if this is a, I mean, it's the Shane Wright uh, sweepstakes at this point. You know, what's funny about since we're on the Habs topic is that the Calgary Flames has more shutouts this year than the Habs have wins. Are you joking? Oh, that's both impressively good and impressively bad at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. So bad. <laughs> oh, God. Poor Andrew Berkshire. Man, Dangle Podcast Nation, they they um, launched a post-game show for the first time this season, and they chose the Montreal Canadiens as their, uh, their test pilot team. <laughs> This guy's been having to do a post-game podcast every single night. Oh, God. It's so rough. I can't can't imagine. Man, at the same time, our our games when the Leafs lose, uh, those podcasts have the most downloads. So maybe he's just making a killing off this. Who knows? Most likely. So next one. Um, Next year, watch out for us. Ooh. Bean? You want to go first this time, Steph? Okay. My best guess, um, maybe it's too soon, but this is just a gut feeling. Who are the Detroit Red Wings? Survey says that one's on the board. We'll take it. Bean, what are you okay. thinking? Um, who? It's tough because they're not doing half bad right now this year, but who are the Los Angeles Kings? Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, interesting one as well. Um, I think we'll take that one. That is uh, <laughs> that's snuck on the board. Yeah, it's snuck on there. It's not not even what I would say is top three, but this was a deeper one. There's six six answers on the board. So, uh, anybody want to go for another one? Okay. So I think there's a couple teams that we should watch out for next year. Yeah, I don't want to say them. Who are the Ottawa Senators? Thank you. That's what I wanted somebody to say. I think the Sens are going to be absolutely dangerous next year. Uh, one more year under the belt of Batherson and Norris and Stutzla and you know Thomas Shabbat. Like these guys are only going to keep getting better. They just need a goalie. As long as Murray can survive another year. Yeah, Murray looks. You see that photo of him a couple weeks ago? Oh my god, that poor guy! It's like how it's going and how it started. It looks like looks like he's been living underneath the Gardner Expressway. Yeah, he's had like the Barack Obama treatment. He he went like twenty years (laughs) and in one year. It's really rough. People are going all in on the Sens. I mean, one guy in our fantasy team just dropped a bunch of elite players and picked up a whole shit ton of Sens and named his team Comeback 
comeback season or something and he's in last place or second la- last place oh he's the comeback kid so i noticed that yeah. today too i grabbed thomas hurdle the second he dropped him and i'm third on the waiver priority so oh get... fuck are you i'm on the waiver yeah. as well and i'm 10th so i checked today i was like wait what <laughs> what priority am i and i'm really hoping kraken and i don't know there's somebody else that i don't think would have grabbed him so I'm hoping he picked up for menton and dropped yeah, but look hurdle. At, I I know that was a little crazy, but Formanton's been on an absolute heater. If he'd picked him up a week ago and not dropped hurdle for him, I would have been like, "That was a good grab." But you, you can't like, you can't drop someone like Hurdle for him. No, no, and this guy's I a streamer. I don't even want to think of who I dropped hurdle for earlier because I had him too. But um, the thing with these guys that go on these streaks, and I was guilty of it. I picked up Mason Marchment, who has had this explosive couple games and then tonight he's a no points and a minus one so i got what i deserved for benching ryan strom with a power play assist there you go lesson learned (laughs) okay so question number three best x leaf performance this year are we racing to the buzzer bean just like I'll, (laughs) i'll let you go first again oh you're such a gentleman who is Nazem Kadri? Yeah, that's that's got to be the first one for sure. Uh, Bean, there's got to be a couple other honorable mentions here. I mean, I just mentioned um, one who's had a pretty good couple games, but yeah, but unlike Leafs Nation, I I do real or not Leafs Nation. Unlike some Leafs fans, I do realize that uh, it is has only been a couple games. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not going to jump on the Mason Marchman train yet. Um, even though he was injured, I, I gotta go with with Hyman. He yeah. showed some good good early chemistry. He just he's gotta work his way back from the injury, and it, it's not the first couple of years that are gonna be an issue with that. It's gonna be the last couple of years on that contract. So, yeah. So hopefully the next two years there don't look like this one for him. Like he can actually play, you know, seventy five games at least. Like I don't know. We'll see. I would take that one as well. Um, I think another one that's been doing pretty well this year, got to give it to, um, <clears throat> wasn't it Sean Dursey? Oh, yes. It... Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah. Honorable yeah. mention. He has uh, two goals, 11 assists. Not too bad. Seven power play points. So that's wow. definitely to be accounted for. All right. So question number four here. The first round exit upset this year will be who Mm. because there are a lot of hot teams this year this is the year where it's you're either really good or you're really bad so pretty much any of these top teams are an upset like i said i was talking to steph the, the leafs would be first place if they were in the pacific and the entire pacific division wouldn't even be in a wild card spot in any other division so yeah um, I think it's going to come from the East just because of how tight it is and the competition yep. is tough. And just because, you know, I'm a Leafs fan, I'm definitely hoping it who are the Boston Bruins. Ooh, nice one. With the goaltending situation and if Ross doesn't bounce back, we will see. And if they but, end up in a wild card spot, might not be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... Judging, I'm going based on if the playoffs started right now. 
and I'm going to say who is the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, see, I would love to see that happen, man. Because as of right now, they would face the Leafs. Yeah, no three peat. No, it's you'd okay. have some so pre- you'd have wild. some pretty good matchups right now. Yeah, I'm looking at the wild card standings here now. So the Bruins would play the Panthers. Carolina would play Washington. Yeah. The Rangers in Pittsburgh, Tampa, Toronto. Damn. Tough. And out, out west, out west, you'd have Colorado, Calgary, Vegas, St. Louis, Nashville, Minnesota, and Anaheim, LA. Holy, this is going to be tight, man. You know, the Leafs like, and I... I... <laughs> it's tight, and... The Leafs and I have one thing in common is that we love to do everything the hard way. So, of course, it's going to be the toughest matchup to start. And if the Leafs can get through round one, it's going to look pretty good. So, Yeah, I mean, if all things stay status quo, you're looking at Panthers versus Bruins in the first round. I've got to go with you, Steph. The Bruins getting knocked out by the Panthers right away would just be a, a nice little cherry on top of the Leafs are able to make it out of the first round. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so next year, Blank will join the Leafs from the Marlies. Go ahead, Bean. I took the last couple first. <laughs> I have a couple answers. They said next year? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with who is Steve's. Interesting. Because Hosang will be him. up at the end of this year. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a good point. You say by the end Sorry, of this Steph. year. So that's a yep. good point that you mentioned that. Um, I originally had one name down, but I quickly changed that to who is Josh Hosang as well. Because I next year for sure, who knows about this year, my original answer was Robertson, but... I think he's going to be a trade trading piece or a pawn of some sort just because of the injury history. So I don't know if he's going to be a leaf for that long. Yeah, it's unfortunate with Robertson. It's one of those plays like, I mean, I've been playing Mahaka League manager and it's something that I've run into with these prospects. You know, if you can't put them in to play those top six minutes when they're a top six prospect, then they're not going to develop properly. So, I mean, you can't just sit on him and let him turn into, you know, an AHL full timer at you know like 25 can't just let him waste away down there so right so i think it's going to be a situation where they move him uh i don't know what for if it's part of this defensive trade or if it's to bring in somebody to help the offense but yeah i I unfortunately don't think we'll see nick robertson play uh with the leaves so i'm gonna say to make it up next year Man, I'm very disappointed in myself. Why? Because I I shouldn't have picked Steve's. You think it's going to be Niemela? No, no, well, he's not on the Marlies this year. Oh, fair. No. Who is Uh, it? No. Wall. Or wall. 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 Oh, that's a good one, actually. The brick wall. Yep. Yeah, because if we see Mrazek move, wall would definitely be the backup. Okay. Good one. I'll I'll take you on that one. Um, So. Last one here. Uh, the leading Calder candidate so far is, and this was actually a request question from Maple Leaf fan. 
who is currently Lucas Raymond, but will be Michael Bunting? <laughs> <laughs> Two dings or nah? <laughs> yeah, like if he can keep up how he's been improving over the last, uh, I mean, since the season started, how he's found his groove with this line and and really settled into scoring and setting the guys up. Like I, I think he could be given Raymond a run for his money. I mean, it's different because he's playing with Matthews and Marner, so I don't know how they take that into account. Like, if they give Raymond a little more of a bump because he doesn't have that kind of same firepower around him and support. But, eh, I think that's a good pick. Bean, what do you think? As much as I would love for Steph to be right, um, I'm, I'm going to continue on my, my pimp train from a couple episodes ago. And I'm going to say Anton Lundell. Ooh, good one. For okay. Florida. So he's technically only playing as their third line center. But he's averaging 0.74 points per game. 10 goals, 22 assists for 32 points in 43 Holy. games. So he's only three points behind Raymond as it is. Mm-hmm. But get this. Lundell's a plus 25. Yeah, Marchment's a plus 22. That third line is absolutely insane. Yeah. Raymond's zero, like even. Zegris is a minus 10. Well, yeah. And Lundell's plus 25. To be fair, I would go with Raymond over Lundell simply because of his place, his lineup placement, and he plays on PP1, and he has those opportunities, but you're absolutely right being Lundell's on fire and arguably arguably the one of the hottest third lines in the NHL currently but and also named uh, January's rookie of the month by the NHL so wow yeah that's an honor plus it, honor. historically centers are valued higher than basically any other position it's a lot harder position to play in the NHL especially as a rookie mm-hmm Good little pick. update from around the league here. Uh, Colorado, end of the second, 2-1 over Arizona. And uh, Dallas is up 3-1 over Calgary. Almost eight minutes left in the third here. And Vegas is up 2-0 over Buffalo. Let's go, Max Pacioretty, who has returned from IR. <laughs> nice. So who's who's going to who's gonna go back on IR so that Eichel can play? Oh, God. Patches what or I was saying. they got to trade somebody to bring those guys off. <laughs> so what we were saying last episode yeah. um so with that just a quick little uh yeah that's not the game show crowd i wanted but hey um that's the angry <laughs> wrong crowd, crowd. <laughs> wrong crowd <laughs> we're hanging with you, the wrong crap <laughs> you just opened your window there in ottawa that's all yes oh, we're not talking Ooh. about that we are not talking about <laughs> that i'm gonna get way too riled up man there was like there were cleaners today doing the downstairs house and they had a car parked in our driveway that said pull down the masks and so, thank you truckers and i was like okay i'm closing the blinds i'm done with this for today back to bed <laughs> back to bed with my covid yeah. so um thanks so much for listening we are going to be back um we'll do one over the all-star break we'll see i guess we'll do one for the all-star game what day is that on? 
I'm not too sure should, of the schedule. The skills competition should be Friday and the game on Saturday, I believe. Okay. Well, we'll do some updates for the All-Star game. How about that? Uh, in the meantime, you can catch up on our back-to-back episodes. We had a ton. Uh, last night, we talked about lots of trade opportunities, like lots and lots and lots of trade opportunities for the Leafs as we approach trade deadline after the All-Star break. And uh, all of our other episodes, as we are now at the halfway point in the season, officially. So uh, enjoy your all-star break. We have been Leafs Light Night. Thank you, Steph, and thank you, Justin, for joining me, as always. And, uh, Not give a us... problem. Thanks for having me. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks for bringing the, the history tids. So um, speaking of tidbits, we never tried Tim Beebs because we're the worst. Yeah, we're the worst. Sorry, everyone. Um... Steph, quick what? challenge. The yeah. picture you picture you tweeted at me of the 67 championship team don't even challenge me right now because i'm gonna get it wrong <laughs> name five players on the spot right oh now. my god johnny N episode right now cue outro <laughs> bye everyone <laughs> uh, remember to leave us five stars and um let us know i'm gonna put up a poll let us know what uh, platform you listen to us on because i can track it but it doesn't i don't think it's that accurate we want to know if people are actually leaving Spotify or not more than anything. So let us know. Thank you so much. Being trying to embarrass me. Ah, uh, it's an easy one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Leafs Late Night, your night of post-game podcast. Available after every game on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, and more.